There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Welcome to Dice the World, the gayest platform podcast on the planet, where you ask the hard questions like, is it polite for a tailed person to have a tail sleeve on a formal outfit? Why would it not be polite? Well, like, is, is it just a tail, like, okay, let's say you're a cat book. Do you have a sleeve on your tail, or do you just kind of let it hang? I mean, I've seen that one post where it's like, the, the whole <laughs> is like, not enough for a tailed person, so like, they do need a sleeve. Um... So I guess, yeah, it would be polite to, like, have that on a formal outfit, unless you want, like, your cheeks hanging out. No, I feel like that would look weird, though. I feel like that would be weird and look weird, and it would look like... It it would be like if you wore a long sleeve down to the floor, no no neck showing outfit. I feel like it would be prude as hell. (laughs) It, It... well, like wait, it would it look the whole thing like in the sleeve. No, that's what they're saying, though. It could be. It wait, could I be thought the sleeve tail. was just like the little bit that's like around no, no, the no, 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 no. It, I'm talking like I talk. It goes like like a, all the way like a formal outfit, like with a cuff and everything around the tip. No, I think that'd be loser outfit. That would be an outfit for <laughs> yeah, a loser sucks. and an idiot. What? That would that would look like shit. And I think that if you asked my characters who have tails, they exist. They're just not here. Um, uh, they would look at you and be like, "Have you ever heard of um, growing up?" That sucks so bad. Also, since when were tails provocative? Like, I feel like we're getting into like <laughs> fucking. Um, yeah, what? Really weird sort of private school level <laughs> dress code of, oh, you have logos on your socks? Go home. No, but literally. <laughs> Miss Serpent Venom, is that your tail I see? Don't you not know that the tail's an extension of the ass? Go home immediately. Like, I'm very, very sorry for the very extreme response we all had to this. I think that <laughs> the three, I think that KK Ritz and I going to Catholic school affected our opinion on this. Hey, I also went to Catholic school, and the only thing that left me with was opinions on being kicked in the face by loads of soccer balls. <laughs> okay, but that's not Catholic. That's not Catholic school specific. I'm deeply that's traumatized. Just bullying. This is. Are you this okay? Isn't a joke. No. <laughs> We're moving on before I unload my trauma about balls. Uh-oh. Okay. Balls okay. Phrasing. <laughs> okay, so do we want to play some Pathfinder, everyone? 
I do. Yeah. I, I really, really do. Okay. Moving on swiftly so, from that comment. Moving yes. on swiftly from ball trauma. Uh, <laughs> I, oh god, you made it worse. <laughs> um, so, previously in Extinction Curse, uh, the Wandering Tree, Helg Eats the Eaters, uh, Kufar, Wurples, and Sunny all made your way to the city of Shrain, a land full of undead drow and their many, many indentured minions. Um, you went looking around, you bought some stuff, you didn't meet Gertie Gold Pockets, which is a surprise, which you guys were very thankful for, but the entire fandom was up in arms about. Um, I have received death threats and silly clown threats. The death threats um, were from me. But afterwards, you promised uh, Kufar that you would go back to the Red Circus and uh, buy his freedom. And you did. And then you were like, we'd also like to buy some fame here so that we can uh, talk to uh, the leaders of Shrain about going to the forbidden uh, part of the city and kicking the ass of Dizzle and Shrain, who stole an Aeon Orb from us. Um, and the ringmaster was like, uh, okay, but he said that in a really effeminate gay voice. Um <laughs> And uh, then he said, just walk this way. And he threw you into a ghost dragon's den. It's like, haha, psych, go fuck yourselves. And you were like, okay. And uh, now you're up against a worm right, fellas. Do we want to hop into character? I would love to. All right. Okay. Set the scene. Set the scene. Uh, you three stand in a massive circus tent. One that is about like nearly a mile in perimeter. Um, our crowds of creatures are cheering as they watch you stand up against a massive 40-foot-tall undead dragon. Um, you realize very quickly, oh, when they said circus, it wasn't so much Cirque du Soleil so much as it was Circus Maximus. That's fun. Mm. That's fresh. Um, it actually, it does look a little bit like a Colosseum in here, smiley face. Um... <laughs> Everyone, we're gonna hop right into it. There's a fucking ghost dragon, and he's gonna eat your asses. Everyone, roll initiative. Okay, yes. No. <laughs> Every single fucking time. I just think it's funny to say that. A 26. Oh, great. That would mean that top of the order is, in fact, Willie the Wormrate. Great. Name's fucking Willie. Okay. Yeah, it's really the warm right smiley face. Um, this gargantuan uh, incorporeal dragon kind of sways a little bit as it stares down at you, eyes burning with hatred for the living. Um, and it's immediately going to uh, kind of like spend one action flying towards you all. And as it does, I need everyone to make me a will save because, oh good Christ, this thing is fucking terrifying. 28. Hmm. 39. Hmm. 33. Uh, okay. Well, Royari and Ariato, both of you succeed, and thanks to your resolve, that is up to a critical uh, success. So you two aren't, like, even slightly bothered by this tick. Volio, on the other hand. Hey, what's up? Hey! Have you, you don't, how often do you think about the concept of dying, of no longer existing, of being a dead, dead clown? Every day. I... Well, it's at the forefront of your mind right now. You're staring up at this thing and you're like, oh! Oh, I don't know if we're getting out of this one. Okay, that's fine. Finally, um, release. You are frightened too. <laughs> the sweet embrace um, of death. <laughs> so, uh, put frightened too on your sheet for me, will you? Alright, uh, all of my shit is fucked. 
Uh, and that's great because it is opening its mouth and conjuring up a blast of soul power to kill you all with. That's great. Um, everyone, I need you to make me a reflex save. Jesus. 29. Yikes! 29. <laughs> Yikes! <laughs> We're gonna die together. <laughs> 45. Okay, Royari, uh, you do a sweet fucking flip, like doing a, a, a jump through the air as this thing inhales and then explodes out a blast of, like, purple smoke and, like, negative energy. Um, and that's going to hit both Ariato and Volio. And I know you two are thinking, man, 29, that's so terrible. Be so thankful that's what you rolled, because had you rolled one number lower, that would be a critical failure. And let me tell you... You don't want to roll a critical failure against 18 d6 negative damage. Okay, yeah, I I don't. Yeah, that would have probably been (laughs) insta-death. So that is going to be 55 damage to you both as soul magic, like, pummels you. Um, And you're kind of, like, knocked back a few feet uh, as you kind of push yourselves to stand your ground. And uh, that is the end of its turn. Uh, next in the order is Volio. Volo, you are trembling. You've got a cartoon, like, uh, rattling effect going on. Holy shit, what do you do? So wait, what is this thing? It's a, it's a ghost dragon? It's a ghost dragon, yes. Do we know anything about the ghost dragon? Uh, you could try to know stuff about the ghost dragon when I can check. Yeah, I want to see if magic will work against the ghost dragon. Okay. 40. Okay, 40 actually will, yep, that'll work. Uh, so, Volio, you know that this thing, uh, it, yes, it can be affected by magic, but more importantly, I think, for you, uh, you are aware that this thing is incorporeal. An incorporeal creature has no physical form. It can pass through solid objects, including walls. It can't attack you, like, physically attack you. Um, but you can't attack it. Yeah, physically. Yeah, like your hammer will pass right through this thing, but its claw will also pass right through you right now. Which is good! Yeah. Uh, Volio looks specifically over to Ryari, uh, and is like, uh, Ryari! Yes, dear? Our fist filled our fuck, it's incorporeal! Oh, well, that's unfortunate. Mm. Wait, did I, did I get a thing where I can reach for free? I don't remember. Uh, well, yeah, you you can rage for free because he did blast you with a powerful. Oh, he did right, right. Breath. So Wooly rage for free. Mm-hmm. Honk honk. All right, Wooly's gonna take out a little rod, a little wondrous rod. Okay, the rod of wonder, very good. Yes. Um, uh, I need you to roll like, me a d100, bud. Yeah, like a like a, like a great little fairy. He twirls and I don't know what the fuck you do with the wands. Uses it. But yours, remember, is a pinwheel. So like, you have to you. You have to oh, right. Volio uses all of his lung power. Like the 80% that he has from being afraid. That's a 90. Okay, a 90. Uh, well, in that case. Um, oh, interesting. Volio, uh, as it kind of spins, suddenly there's a glow of light from it. And then there's a glow of light uh, on the dragon. Huh. And uh, the dragon starts to flash. And suddenly he is outlined. 
Um, he has a um, a kind of like glowing purple and orange gradient outline that is like bright, and you realize that you've cast fairy fire on him. Ooh. So all creatures in the area, which is just him right now, uh, are lined in colorful, like heatless fire of a color of your choice, which in this case it's already purple and orange. Uh, he can't be concealed, he, uh, and if he goes invisible, you will be able to tell where he is. Yeah. Which, considering he's a ghost, is actually probably pretty useful. Fuck. Um, okay, next in the order is Ariadne. I think Ariadne. I made him um, actually, hold on. Volio, mm-hmm. you actually feel your fear getting a lot lower. Like, you start immediately braving up. And I don't think you immediately understand why, but you kind of, like, glance, and you see Royari, and for just a moment you're like, God damn, I have the strongest allies. How could I ever be afraid of something like this? And you're like, what the fuck? Where did that come from? And you remember (laughs) that Royari has an aura of courage. Oh, right. Uh, So... Your frightened condition is reduced by an additional one at the end of your turn, meaning you are no longer frightened, period. Remove frightened from your sheets. Yay, pug. Um, Ariado, it is your turn. Big fucking dragon. I think she's going to use her heroic presence for this. Oh, awesome. Okay. It might be needed. Okay, do you say anything in particular to the others as you activate it? We got this, guys. We can show this fucking asshole that this dragon is, a, is a, like, the worst thing that, we, that we've encountered. Oh, it's not, and it won't be. Okay, very good. Um, so that is going to be a zealous conviction on everyone as a single action, which is strong as fuck. Um, that's going to be an additional 12 HP to everyone, just on top of your max HP. And on top of that, you have plus two to all your will saves. As your belief in Ariato's words makes you power true. Uh, and everyone feels super brave. Nice. Great. And that affects you too, Ariato. So, hell yeah. Cool. Um, Royari, it's... No, that was one action. Holy that shit. That was one action. Mind. Hang on a second. No. Yeah. <laughs> the worst has yet to pass. Yeah. What do you do? Heighten painful vibrations. Oh, I would like a fortitude save, please. Okay. Uh. Oh gosh. Fortitude save. Okay. Does this work? He's got. Does he have. Does this work on him if he's got no bones? Uh, let me. S- let me see what painful vibration says about this kind of situation. Um, well, it's sonic damage, and you are just gonna buzz him, mm-hmm. and he's not immune to evocation or sonic, so I think rather than fucking up his bones, I think it's straight up fucking up his, like, spiritual presence. <laughs> Vibrate the spirit. He's immune to death, disease, paralysis, poison, precision, and consciousness, but he is not immune to this. So... You know what? Sure. Um, that is going to be a... That's gonna be a... That's gonna be a 38. Okay, that 
the dude passes. Um, okay. So uh, the dragon will take half damage of. It's a level eight, so. 16d6. Holy fuck. Half of 63. So That's going to be 32 damage. Yeah. <laughs> okay, Ariato, uh, you kind of like hold up your hands and crush them together and suddenly there's this weird shaking in the air that buzzes and hums through this thing's body and it's doesn't have bones, so it's not as effective as you are used to, but you can see that it's, like, painfully wrapped by this for a moment. Nice work. <laughs> Royeri, it is your turn. Uh, you are standing there. You know that your weapons won't affect uh, the uh, worm ray. Until, just for a moment, Royeri, you hear a voice. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't really say anything, but it's kind of like a whisper in here. What was that? And you see your sword glowing a faint blue, and you're like, what? And then you remember the last time your sword glowed a faint blue. Your divine ally. The blessing of Iomide in your sword, remember? Accepting you truly as a champion of her cause. And that gave you ghost touch. <laughs> you're an idiot! And then Ryari. <laughs> And Rayari uh, is going to, um, um, I think that I will simply look cool. Um, I wanna, am I close enough to attack now or do I have to He's, he's about 20 feet away from you all. I move 20 feet. Okay, that's one action. (laughs) Yeah, I'm. I'm. Uh, I'm going to run at the at the ghost dragon worm wraith friend, um, and I'm gonna use a finisher. I'm gonna use a perfect finisher because I like that one and because I want to be cool. Okay. Well, I rolled the exact same thing twice in a row. Thirty-three. Uh, unfortunately, a pretty tree is not going to hit this guy. You could use a hero point if you want to. I'm going to use a hero point. I really don't want to. Yeah, you rolled two twos in a row, my friend. That's pretty terrible. Sorry, I said something too cool to not hit. Yeah, I think think you can go for it. Use that hero point. Hopefully it's not that funny. Okay, not that, but I did roll a 43. Yeah, a 43 is going to be a hit. Royari, uh, your sword uh, kind of like comes uh, slicing into this thing, um, piercing into his uh, kind of incorporeal body as if it were made of flesh and blood. Um, How much damage is that going to be? Okay, so it's 64 damage. Very nice. Okay, Royari, you uh, stab into this tape and it lets out like a hissing, undead roar, purple flame billowing from its mouth. What now? Um, and then I'm going to, I'm going to tumble through the dragon. <laughs> okay, make me an acrobatics check as you uh, dart between its legs. 46. Okay, Royari, you 
wish, Trudis Ting. No problem. You got your panache back. And the crowd cheers. Um, you weren't really paying much attention to them at first because, you know, dragon. But the crowd is cheering wildly for you. There is a band playing, like, sexy jazz music uh, for bites uh, as this thing, like, you know, runs in circles around you guys. Uh, and you kind of hear a booming voice that says, Incredible! By now, most will have fallen to the mighty rat of Willie the Wormrake! Uh, Zavazik train kind of uh, swirls around from a little podium in the middle of this uh, crowd. His voice echoing says, but can they survive his more dangerous tricks? And as he's saying that, Royer, you're feeling like, no, he can't. Fuck that guy. And then you look up at the worm rate and you realize something terrible is happening. Mm-hmm. It's not see-through anymore. Huh? Oh. It's kind of like slowly but surely lurching into your reality. Oh. Okay, that's not right. It is now made of glowing green ectoplasm. Uh-oh. And it's going to lose the incorporeal trait for 1d4 rounds. And it kind of like looks down at you and hisses. Um, and you can see it suddenly looks much, much more dangerous. It gains 100 free hit points while it's in this form, and its AC rises dramatically. Uh-oh. That's not good, Rayari. <laughs> mm-hmm. You also don't like that it's bringing up its claw to slam it. Mm-hmm. I don't like that, no. That is a natural question. <laughs> um, well, I mean, there's nothing I can do with that. No, it isn't, and I do get a crit card against you. Um, that is going to be... Okay, so, Royari, um, it brings its massive claw down, and it you almost miss it, but then it tears into your leg and, like, rips into your flesh, almost piercing into bone. And obviously you scream out because that fucking hurts! Um, you have a leg wound. Um, and your speed is going to be dropped by 10 until you heal. Okay. Uh, and you are going to take immediately 50 negative damage. Okay. And on top of that, I need you to make me a fortitude save. Oh, one moment, let me... 37. Uh, a 37? Uh, you... That's a fail, unfortunately. Um... You are drained too, Royale, losing an additional 34 HP and a minus two to all your constitution-based checks. As you see this thing, as your blood spills, re- reform a little bit. It is healing itself. It's draining your life. And you realize, oh, worm rate. It's still a rate. It can do that. Uh-oh. And then... Not to keep dogpiling shit on you. Another weird thing happens. Yeah. Uh-huh. Well, you start secure a blood gushing out of your leg. Like, a serious amount of blood is spilling out of you. But that doesn't make... Like, it's not spilling out in a way that makes sense. It's not like oozing out of you. It is like... 
someone is shooting a fire hose of blood out from your leg. In your head, you hear a, like, a church bell, followed by a hissing voice in Thundercon that says, Bloody tea! What the hell? So, uh, you are going to take persistent blade damage. Uh, so, you're going to take an additional 3d6 bleed damage right now. That's 11 bleed damage on top of everything that's happened to you so far. Oh my god. Um, bring it down to uh, about... That's close to 100 damage from a single hit, Ryari. Uh-oh. Okay. And you are bleeding very, very badly, so... Um, Put a little bleeding token on you. You don't know what that was, but it doesn't seem to be something from the worm rate. Mm-hmm. Um, it's now going to spend a second action to try to attack you again. Uh, this time with its jaw, that is going to be a 32 to hit. A 32? Mm-hmm. No. Uh, and one final time, that's going to be a... Uh, that's a nat one. Uh-oh! Die. I suppose I had it coming, didn't I? Um, so that's gonna be... Uh... Oh shit, it sprains its leg! As it brings another claw slamming down, you hear a crack, uh, from its, like, weird bony armor, and it lets out a hiss of pain. And it's clumsy too, meaning its AC and all its dexterity checks are dropped by two until it's healed. Or, more likely, until it goes back to being a ghost. Stupid fucking dragon. Uh, that is its turn. Volio is your turn. Royari is gushing blood over there. What do you do? Um. There's also a big fucking dragon. And it is corporeal now. Yeah, it is corporeal. Mm. Okay, yeah, how many actions would it take for uh, a little odd body fairy of moderate healing potion to Royari? That would be about two actions. Okay. I mean, you know, do be gushing blood. Uh, okay, so do you want uh, odd body to bring um, a pack of potion over to Royari? Yeah, Volio shouts out, Medic! Uh, and odd body doesn't immediately respond. Medic! He- Kind of pokes his head out and says, Oh, your best friend! Oh, yes, best friend, I love you. Now go medic! Almost reluctantly, he leaves your side. Um, right. And he flies quickly up to Roryari and uh, glunks a fucking potion into your mouth. Um, so, how much uh, healing is that going to be, Royal uh, Volio? I believe it's 38 plus 10. Yeah, 38 plus 10. Okay. Um, cool. So, heal that, heal that uh, HP, Royari. Okay, thank you. Wait, how much healing is that? 23. Nice. Okay, uh, Royari, as uh, Oddbody plugs this down your mouth, uh, you feel your uh, leg wound close up, and um, you don't Take all that healing. Oh. You only heal 13 HP. What the fuck? Your wound closes up, Royari, but again, in your head, chanting an undercommon, BLOODY TEETH! What the hell? 
Um, you are still bleeding, but like your your meat isn't like cleaved anymore. You know. Yeah. Uh, so you no longer have a penalty to your speed, which is good. Mm-hmm. Um, Volio, it is. Uh, you have one action left. What do you do? Uh, get closer to the dragon, I guess. Okay, you charge up to this worm right, ready to smack its ass. Ariado, it is your turn. Uh, this thing is corporeal now, still undead, but not as phantom. Um, on top of that, you know that it it looks like it gained some serious, like, HP from when it became corporeal. So it kind of has a HP shield up right now. What do you do? Hmm. Why not shoot light from my eyes? I can do that, right? Fucking goddammit. <laughs> Literally, I, I, want, I want to fucking say that uh, earlier on, uh, last week when this episode dropped, or the week before when this, uh, the previous Extinction first episode dropped, everyone's like, whoa, a worm ray! And then someone in the spoiler chat on our Discord was like, well, I think they can handle it. I mean, there are three heroes who can cast level 9 searing light against an undead <laughs> creature their level. It should be fine. And I was like, oh, I forgot they can do that. <laughs> so would you like to ruin my day? <laughs> sure. All right, make me a spell attack roll. All right, uh, a 39. A 39? Uh, because he's flat-footed, and only because he's flat-footed, that's a hit. Normally his AC would, right now would be 43. It's dropped because he's clumsy because he hurt his leg real bad attacking Royari. <laughs> and because Royari is distracting him, you are able to score him in the back of the head with a glancing blow. Hit me that damage. Yeah, uh, so... Uh, your Searing Light is going to be um, level 9. Okay. And because this is an undead creature, you're going to do double the amount of damage dice. Which is terrifying. Okay. Uh, you are going to do uh, 5... What's uh, 6 times 2? 12, 17. 17 times 2. Oh my fucking god. Ariadne, roll me 34d6. Gladly. I like Pathfinder, Sui. I like it because it's a very inclusive and progressive game. And I don't only like it because of the fact that you can do 36, 34 to 6 damage. That's part of it, though. Yeah, how much damage is that, KK? 131. Immediately, this thing's HP shield is blown to dust. And on top of that, it takes damage anyway. And on top of that, I think it's weak to this damage. No, it's not, but still. It it kind of stumbles in pain because, hey, it just gained 100 HP and it's gone already. It turns to kind of look at you hissing and I think the crowd kind of goes silent for a second as this mostly undead crowd witnessed you blasting an extremely powerful undead killing beam before immediately the crowd jumps to their feet like, yeah, get him! Nearly everyone in this crowd for a second was like, this person could kill me in one instant, actually. (laughs) That's kind of sexy. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Ariadne, you have one action left. What the fuck do you do? Um, I'll be honest. She's she's gonna think about that for a second and go, you know, uh, (laughs) it's looking at me now. Shield. <laughs> Shield, good call. Ariadne, you bubble yourself up because, oh god, 
this giant undead dragon is going to kill me. Uh, Royari, it is your turn. Um, you are still bleeding, so you're going to take 3d6 damage uh, immediately. Uh, that is going to be uh, 15 damage, and that condemning bloody teeth echoes in your head. I have no idea what that means. Anyways, I hope you don't mind me also doing that. Oh, god damn it. Okay. <laughs> Make me a spell attack roll. 44. That's gonna be a hit, my friend. Um, roll me 34d6 damage as well. I've decided that, that all of us should do it. <laughs> oh man, that's a lot of ones. 160. Oh, you poor ting. Oh, oh, you poor ting. That's so many ones. You did 106 damage. <laughs> it's fun. Royari, laser beams explode from your eyes into this ting's body as it stumbles back, clearly taken by surprise by all your damage. Um, fuck. It's kind of looking back and forth between all of you, and it roars out. You've one action left. What do you do? I lay on hands. Okay, uh, so how much uh, HP is that going to be? Uh, I don't remember. Is it It's level... six times your spell level. So that would be uh, six times nine. That is 54 healing. It's 27 healing. Why is it so low? Bloody teeth! Who the hell are you? Leave me alone. You sound like an idiot. Whoever it is, they're very angry at you and undercommon. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's what you're up to. Um, is that your turn? You have a, a bonus um, to your AC at the very least. Yes, that's my turn. Yeah, roll me, roll me a flat d20 to see if you are no longer bleeding. Oh. That, that was actually so scary because we have the fake dice on and I was looking at that and not the roll and I was like, and it's a 19 next to a 1 and I was like, did I just roll that one? I rolled a 19. Okay, cool. Royari, your bleeding tapers off. You are no longer taking damage. Oh. But seriously, there's like a pool of your blood on the floor around you. Um, Royari's like, I'll feel woozy about that later. Um, it is the worm rate's turn. And uh, the worm rate is going to uh, kind of move a little bit. Um, and is now uh, on top of you, Ariato. And you have your shield up. So it's really terrifying when its claw just rips through your shield. Huh? That's going to be a 43. And uh, I need to know specifically if a 39 beats your spell DC. A 39 does beat the spell DC. Hmm. Uh, and does a 43 hit you without your shield? Yes. Ariado, this thing's claw, just like, it passes through your shield and then your shield pops and you're like, what the fuck was that? And then you're like, oh shit, a claw, and you were hit by the claw. Um, that's gonna be 31 slashing damage. On top of that, you need to make me a fortitude save. That's my fortitude save. And then... <laughs> 31. Ariado, this thing drains your life force through its claws. Okay. <laughs> um, so you are going to be drained too. 
being that you take uh, 34 damage and all your constitution saves uh, drop by two. And it's going to regain some HP. Okay. Uh, however. <laughs> however. Once this happens, uh, I need a will save. Okay, a will save. Let's see. Uh, does a 36 pass? All right, that is a success. Um, on Blinding Fury, target, uh, the target can't observe you until the end of its turn, and if you're currently observed by it, you become hidden. Uh, it ca- okay, so Arialdo, a flash of blinding light as you scream out, and then this thing kind of stumbles and it looks around, and it can't see you. Hey, it's fucking angry. It knows you're here, but where the fuck did you go? Um, so in its fury, it brings Xanaclaw on Volio instead. Volio, does a uh, 38 hit your AC? It does, yes. That's 26 slashing damage, and make me a fortitude save. Oh, ooh, ooh, ow. That's a 30? That's a nap uh, one. Never mind, never mind, never ooh, mind. Uh-oh. Volio, for once in your clown life. Um, <laughs> now, you do have greater juggernaut, so uh, does that affect this? Let's find out. Let me use a hero one, actually. You want to use a hero point? Yeah, I don't want to. I don't want to experience this. That would just be a regular failure with greater juggernaut. I still don't want to fail. Yeah, you don't want to, because he is sapping everyone's life force like there's no tomorrow. That's a forty-four. That's much better, Volio. How does how do you shrug off this thing stealing your life force as it brings a claw into your chest? Volio just says no. Okay, I'm gonna dramatize that as it's clapped bringing its claw down into you. You grab its arm and you shout, No! And kind of like almost suck the life force back into you. Um, and it is now your turn. Um, this thing is not looking great. It did pass through Ariado's bubble, which is terrifying. You don't know how it did that. It is cool, but no longer corporeal? Uh, it is still corporeal. That's wonderful. So is my hammer. Uh, mm-hmm. I'm just gonna hit him first. So that's a 36. A 36 is unfortunately going to be a miss. Fuck. I have the eye beams. Okay. Make me a spell attack roll. 38. A 38, because he is flat footed, is just a hit. Volio! (laughs) Open up your eyes and blast him with heaven lasers. That's 34d6 damage. Volio put on the floodlights a little too bright. <laughs> 128. Volio? Mm-hmm. How do you dispel this fucking ghost dragon? I think that after uh, he says no to getting his life force uh, spirited away, Volio just kind of like grabs the dragon by like its nearest body part and just stares directly into it as he just eye beams mm-hmm. it. Okay, and this thing lets out a roaring scream before it is dispelled and turns to ashes in the air. And there's a moment of silence before the crowd jumps up cheering and says, Wandering tree! Wandering tree! Wandering tree! And uh, you see Zavazik Shrein standing on his podium, uh, still in lich form, looking down at you almost in surprise. For he shakes his head and says, 
Well, everyone, there you have it! It looks like even Weird Wormraid wasn't a match for this power trio from the surface world! Everyone, give it up for the Wandering Tree! And, um, everyone cheers and claps, and you can see him kind of, like, waving a hand, and then trapdoors open up beneath you all and you fall. And just like that, suddenly... You're all in a dark room. Dice will roll will return after these messages. A few hundred years ago, this whole place was full of life. Whole world was, as a matter of fact. We had libraries full of arcane secrets, towers high in ancient treasures, more magic than anyone knew what to do with. Gone now. People argue as to how it happened, but the long short is that after some great war, magic just dried up. Used too much of it, I suppose. Now, there's still the occasional traveling wizard, sure, but their power pales in comparison to what there was aeons ago. What we have left is the three truths of Astoria. Firstly, truth number one, the world ain't safe. The bits that aren't irradiated are dry deserts full of monsters, outlaws, and the occasional monster outlaw. When you leave the safety of civilization, there's no guarantee that you're coming back with your heart still in your ribcage. Truth number two. Without magic, we've come to rely on artifice to keep society moving. Gas lights illuminate the night instead of magic crystals. Giant, powerful locomotive machines made of steel and sweat get you where you need to be instead of any teleportation gates. And most importantly, building off this truth and the last truth tree. This is the age of the gunslinger. Able to kill a man dead fast as any fabled sorcerer wouldn't wand. There's good ones, there's bad ones, and you'd best believe there's ones more hideous than a trollhound's backside. In fact, in the tale I'm about to tell you all about, Talks about a few folks just like that. Pull up a chair and take a lesson to the weirdest tale in Astoria. The story of a little town called Safe Haven. I'm happy to announce Safe Haven, a weird West-themed adventure module written and illustrated by yours truly, Derry Luttrell, the host of Dice Will Roll, taking players from level 5 to level 8, and compatible with Pathfinder 2nd Edition and D&D 5th Edition. It takes place in a low magic setting and has anti-colonial and anti-capitalist teams. Players will unravel the mystery of the sleepy town of Safehaven and its environs and encounter new monsters, unlock new items, and take part in a tale of gunpowder, grit, and greed. Also, there's an old lady with a huge lizard wife that owns a corner store, so that's fun. You can find more information on the Dice Roll Twitter, at Dice Will Roll. Do you want to make a podcast, but you're just not sure where to start? Do what we did and try out Anchor.fm. Anchor is the easiest way to make a podcast. For one thing, it's free. There's also tons of uh, creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. It'll distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and even some places I've never even heard of. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast all in one place. So yeah, you want to make a show? Go for it. Download the free Anchor app today, or go to Anchor FM to get started. We now return to Dice Will Roll. Did we just get caught? I... I don't know. I don't... I see the hips. 
We've been fucked. I was bleeding heavily. I feel dizzy. Oh, come here. I will bandage you. Oh, oh, take me into your sweet bosom. Oh, yes. Uh, you, hear, you hear a voice saying, We're not interrupting anything, are we? Oh, yes, you are. <laughs> right. Yes, well, yes, we'll turn our backs, I guess. Thank you. No, I'm kidding. Tumbling Toadstool looks away. <laughs> Tumbling uh, Toadstool. Who is there? Is this, this room's dark, right? Yeah, the room is dark, but like your eyes have god magic, so it quickly lights up, and you can see that you're in a backstage area. Um, yeah. There's no guards, you're not like being kept here. Mm-hmm. Although you can see some people maybe are. Um, mm. And there's a couple of performers down here. And they are a motley bunch. I'll say that much. Um, the person who was speaking to you is a little fucking guy. <gasps> a little guy? Made exclusively of loads of little mushrooms. <gasps> um, and on top of his head, there is a big, big, like, uh, white, like a white puffball mushroom where his head should be. That's got a little mm-hmm. smiley face scribbled on in paint. Hmm. He's they're perfect. Baby. Um, and you can tell that he is a fungus slushy. Oh, I love that. I love baby, him. Baby, baby, I baby, love baby, him baby, so much baby, immediately. Baby. Um This is a pro leshy party. Yes. He uh, is kinda of looking up at you and kind of tilting his head. Uh, but like there's a couple of other people here. Um, I think another one kind of, like, uh, cl- comes closer. And, uh, it's, you can tell immediately that she is, uh, Caligny. Uh, one of the, um, dark folk. Uh, the, uh, little guys who wear bandages all over. Mm-hmm. Um, only her eyes are exposed beyond, behind these black bandages. And she kind of looks you all up and down and she says, uh, ah, fresh meat. Are you all here to stay? I suppose you're not going to be able to afford the debt that you just got trapped in. The death debt? Oh, they actually just paid somebody else's debt. Well, <laughs> you know, he didn't tell you, did you? What? Is How you... much is it? How much money is it? 25 gold pieces. <laughs> oh, thank God. Oh, thank God. I thought it was going to be something absolutely outrageous. Oh. Um, no, we're fine. I think um, she looks almost surprised by this. That you're mm. just able to afford a way out. My dear, we're not only circus performers here. Um, I think a uh, there's a there's two hooded figures in the back. One of them is like kind of ignoring you all, but one of them is coming closer, uh, almost uh, curious. And you think she's a serpent folk? <laughs> and she kind of tilts her head as you say that. Just, what do you mean by that exactly? We're from the surface. Oh, no way! The gold is You're serious? Yes. Mm-hmm. Where are bats in the surface? <laughs> Where? Where is like? I mean, well, we live around the Isle of Cortos. I tell you, her eyes light up and says. Huh. Do you know somebody there? Well, n- to an extent, the Isle of Portos is um, where I'm mostly from. And 
I think her face falls a little bit. Same for our friend in the back. Oh. Your friend in the back? There's a guy in the back wearing a hood and he's not saying anything. He's just watching all carefully. <laughs> Is he okay? This serpent folk lady makes a face. Mm, it's an I assume not. Um, she says, he's fine. Regardless, what are your names? We don't get to, you know, watch the performances, so... Oh, my name's Folio. Folio. Wonderful. Um, and I think the uh, little uh, Leshy says, What about the rest of you? What are your names, friends? Royari Sansonax. And uh, I think he then turns to you, Ariato, expectantly. Uh, eyes not blinking because he doesn't have eyes. He has a spore mushroom for a head, but he looks at you anyway. Ariatovati. Um, he kind of like nods a little bit. Uh, happy to have met you. And he says, uh, Wonderful to meet you all. My name is Rot Glimmer. I'm the tumbling toadstool. Oh, it is wonderful to meet you. I love looking at you. Thank you. I love looking at you. Oh my god, let's look at each other. They, you look at each other. Stare for hours. Um, I think the Caligny kind of like pushes him out of the way a little bit. And she looks up all you, especially you, Royarity. And she's like, hello. My name hello is there. Zamla. I am an acrobat, a dancer, and an aerialist. And it is wonderful to meet you all here. It is wonderful to meet you. Um, the serpent folk kind of looks up at you and uh, kind of nods as well and says, My name is Visalia. I studied on the surface for a while. Um, specifically around the... Well, I'm sure you know of the Tyrant's Grasp. <laughs> it was my area of expertise. She smiles a little bit. Oh, wow. And there's a moment of silence as the elephant in the room sits at the back. <laughs> you can see that he's like some kind of humanoid, but he's kind of just like sitting there. Mm-hmm. He's not engaging my dear. you, but... Rayari goes, my dear, are you okay? You've just been standing in the back. Now that you've acknowledged him, he steps forward and says... You're from the Isle of Kortos, then. Yes. Uh -huh. And? <laughs> Why are you doing that? That is our nationality. Then you and I, you yeah, will be pleased fine. to know that you are in the presence of your one and only true savior. Savior? Oh, really? And he kind of pulls... He pulls his hood back and says, For I am Aradin, God of Humanity! Oh dear. This is a tiefling. This is a tiefling. This is a tiefling. This man is a tiefling. Dear, what are you talking about? I am Aradin, God of Humanity! Come, come. Why are you laughing? And I am Arshay. Goddess of sex. Hello? Well, he's making such a stink the, the, face at him. Uh, the others, uh, Rock Glimmer, uh, Zamorak, and um, Vasilia, all go, ooh, when Royer, you say that. Um, <laughs> and 
this tiefling very clearly not hired. Like, yeah. at all. He's kind of like pale blue. Um, kind of blue-purple. Uh, long white hair. Uh, black eyes. Yeah. You know what? He is actually pretty hot. God damn. Like, he is fairly handsome. Um, mm-hmm. Like, he's a, he's a larger guy. A little chubby. But he, he's a handsome, handsome guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of his horns is, like, sawn off at the base. Hellboy <laughs> type beat. Dear, you're, you're arrogant. This is what you're saying. I don't think you want to be said. No. There are so many more uh, wonderful w- Now, hold on, hold on. I am not exactly him. Okay. But I'm his 13th guys. His th- what does that mean, dear? Well, the, 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 12, the 12 guys of Arden, I am the 13th guys. The mortal oh. come back to wander in his footsteps after his death to learn what he was forgetting as a god. The others are like stifling their laughter, which is clearly making him a little sad. Dear, I'm sorry if it's if it's difficult to believe you. I simply grew up in a church of Arden, so I also grew up in a church of Arden, thank you very much. You did you did? Yes. Where? Absalom. Absolutely. Yeah. Is he lying? Is that a lie? No, you you can tell he's being completely honest. Oh. Okay, that's fair. Well, I mean, you know, similar. Aradin does not lie! I. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you can tell that he's lying about being Aradin, though. Yes. <laughs> well, okay, Roy Volio, do you want to make me a deception check? Use lie to me to see what the fuck this dude is doing. As yes. Ariana's <laughs> laughing in space about his past comment. Thirty-four. Okay, Roy uh, Volio, you can see that this guy does have a holy symbol tucked into his pockets that's kind of dangling out, and it is in fact a symbol of harassment. Uh, <laughs> oh my god. Well, he was kind of <laughs> lean over and, like, pick it from his pocket. Hey, no, give that back. And the others are, What's like, still this? snickering a little bit. It's my symbol of Aradin. That's... That's... Wait, no. oh. <laughs> Volio actually, like, puts a hand over <laughs> Rayari's mouth. He's like, wait. <laughs> Get it? Okay, come here. Volio like ushers into the corner. What is like still holding the symbol? Disrespect towards. No, come, a- come here! Don't say anything, okay? <laughs> um, okay. Volio brings him to a corner, like starts whispering, like, "I don't want to embarrass you, because they're already laughing at you, and I think usually I like I think it's funny to be mean, because it is, but I actually kind of feel bad. This is not a symbol." This is a symbol of Yeah, obviously I know that's what they tell you. What? Phrasma's church these days is just, you know, it's a cover for the real Church of Aradon. Huh? No. no, it's not. No. <laughs> what? Yeah. That's what Grandma always told me. Listen. But, but, uh, 
Who was your grandma? She was a priestess of Aradin. Not a Foyesma? No, she was very clear that that's just a, because we have to be quiet about the fact that I'm obviously alive. If you if you look over, you can see Rayari uh, just telling weird stories about the circus. Yeah, I think uh, Visalia, the serpent folk lady, is very interestedly listening to you and Ariato as this is happening. Well, listen, buddy, I I am in the business of telling lies. I know that you're not actually Arden. Look, you're not gonna. You don't have to believe me. But I'm like on a whole like journey here, you know, self-discovery, following you know, all the things I did in my past life. You don't have to believe me or anything. You don't even have to call me Aradin. Like my name is Panacea, but like. No. What What did you do in your past life? Tell me. What do you remember? Well, I mean, I don't have my memories from my past life, but I've read the books. I know what I did. I uh, was a, a a swordsmith in uh, Aslant. I uh, saved mm-hmm. humanity in the Age of Darkness. Uh, I was the first living god. I created the Isle of Portos. Mm-hmm. I stopped the uh, demon-worshipping monsters and got uh, the life-giving stones uh, for, for, you know, the Isle of Portos. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, I helped... I created a Starstone Cathedral, helped a load of other gods be created, and then uh, I went away and reincarnated as myself so I could figure out what exactly was uh, happening in the world as a, from the point of view of a mortal. Oh, yes. What a pleasant telling of it. Yeah, because my life's great. Except for the part <sighs> where I got kidnapped by undead drow circus people while, um, you know, following the footsteps of my pilgrimage, but... I mean, I'm pretty good at it. I have all my Arden powers. He does not even want to kind of tell him about hey, that. Hey, the guy, the guy that you are, uh, that you have been gaslit into believing you are, did commit genocide just as yeah. a Yeah. <laughs> well, it feels bad, actually. Um, while this is happening, uh, Royari and Ariato, you two are being uh, prompted with questions by um, Rock Glimmer. Uh, Zamalak and uh, Vesilia. Uh, mm-hmm. And Roth Glimmer is like, So what exactly are you doing here in the circus? You, you came here willingly? Well, I mean, the purpose of coming to the circus uh, was to... Well, we were paying off a friend's debt um, because we care about him very much. Um, but other than that, we are looking to... Rayari sort of looks at at Ariato and is like, it's not like a secret, is it? I mean, no. Um, it's complicated. Um, yeah, which is why if we tell he, we're probably going to come out as crazy, but you know. I think uh, Visilia kind of raises an eyebrow and says... No, after the year I've had, I don't think anything's crazy. I've had to share this backstage with a man who's cosplaying Aradin. <laughs> I'm very sorry for you. You know, so... Um, you can tell me anything, I'll believe it. And Zamlak kind of shorts like, ah! 
I don't know if I'll believe it if it's too far-fetched, so be careful. <laughs> Rary's like, the Isle of Portos is dying and we are on a mission to save it, which brought us down into the Darklands. And, well, you know the, the, the stone, the Aeon orbs that Eridan, in quotes, made? Uh, I think Vasilia nods. Um, I think Rock Glimmer and uh, Zamalak are just kind of staring at you two. Well, the dr- the, the trow here, um, one of them has one of them, and we are going to get it back. Immediately. Uh, I t- yeah, I think Vasilia nods. Just, oh my, that's quite troubling. Well, I hope that you're able to break your depth very quickly. And I think um, Rock Glimmer does... He doesn't walk, by the way. He tumbles. Thank God. I love it. He does a little cartwheel towards you, Ariato, and kind of sidles up to you and says, Rock Glimmer has a question. Yes? What's a Cortos? <laughs> the, oh my the, God. the island that we live on. What's an island? It, it's like a piece of land that's like surrounded by by water? What's water? You have to know what water is. Liquids that, <laughs> liquids that dictate like 70% of your own being. Yeah, I just fucking, you, I know what water is. I don't know what Cortos is, so thank you. Okay. Um, I think uh, Vasilia kind of uh, exhales a little bit and says, So... The way this whole debt thing works, because you are now in debt, congratulations. He didn't tell you because he doesn't tell anyone, and the laws don't state he has to tell you. But um, once you performed here, you are locked into a debt, and he will pay you if you clear the debt first. Okay. How much is it? Like 25 gold? gold pieces. Is this. Is this all of your debts, too? No. They all kind of say that. Even, like, a panacea who's being given a talk about reality by Volio, which is a wild person to give him a talk about reality. Yeah. Um, kind of looks up and shakes his head from the corner before getting back. How much money do you all owe? Uh, they all kind of, like, discuss with each other. And they all kind of shrug his... Uh, a couple of thousand each. Shit. Oh. <laughs> um, Rayari um, looks at Ariado and is like, I think we can afford that. Can't we? And we might be able to. Uh... V- Vasilia makes a face and says, I would. It really That'd be sweet. But the moment that you part someone else's freedom, he's going to change up his rules. Oh! <sighs> Fine. Um, I think um, Rock Glimmer kind of slumps those. The only way I can think of us being able to do it is if we made a wager with him. A wager? Yeah, he loves a good wager. <laughs> like play, okay. Gambling? Uh, I think she, uh, Zamalak kind of tilts her head and says, not quite gambling so much as a challenge. If you promise to do something, and say that if you fail, you'll increase your debt. 
Well, he'll often take it because he's greedy and also very strong and will sabotage you. Well... Good to know. We are also very strong. <laughs> um, I really hate the idea of leaving people in debt that they will never ever be able to get out of. I think it is wrong. I hate this place so much. Um, Rothglimmer is going to die on Toil's Day. Jesus and Christ. I, are you okay? Rothglimmer is being split up against tree ogres and has no chance of surviving. Oh, oh god! god. <laughs> we we need to we need to stop this from happening before Rock Glimmer dies. That, that <laughs> he is, does a that little tumble. Important. Oh, okay, <laughs> that was lovely, dear. Zamlak says it's all he can do. It's tumble, tumble, tumble. It's how he wins his fights. He tumbles circles around them. <laughs> Rock Glimmer does another tumble. And says these hands have killed. <laughs> My second offer to you is if when your debt is paid, if you like performing, if that's something you actually like doing, we also have a circus. No death! No death or fighting random monsters. It's just performing. We actually forbid that. Um, Everyone else kind of stays in the back. We handle that. We handle that as much as possible. Yeah, any, any fighting happens with us. Uh... This. And we pay very well. I think I have a. I think I have a. Here's a flyer. Uh, Vasilia is not paying attention to this. The other two are like bobbing excitedly, but Vasilia <laughs> is, and this is gonna sound strange, looking at your leg, Royari, really closely. Is the? Oh shit! It's still ripped. <laughs> Royari, Royari fixes that. Oh no! There's um, some serious like... magic coming off this. There's, there is. <laughs> Ariato looks immediately. Yes. Sorry. I got. Sorry, I wasn't paying attention. What were you talking about before? Oh, I was going to ask if you wanted to join our circus. We pay very well. There are benefits, and then uh, there's mm, no death. I'm not sure. You're from the surface. Yes. Uh, I'm not sure people would want me there. Why not? Because of the worms. The worms? Uh-huh. sighs and she pulls her hood off and with that an illusion is removed and hey, holy shit, dude, she's just worms! Holy crap! She's just worms! She's a load of worms in a trench coat that looks like a snake. Wow. Huh. Well, I mean... Um... You guys want to make a nature check? Sure. Maybe a cultism? I would much rather roll nature check. Yeah. Uh, well, let me check. Let me check what it is. <laughs> My occultism is plus zero. <laughs> so is uh, mine. You need... That's a plus one, actually. Oh, no, it's a it is, un- it is unfortunately occultism that you need to roll. It's a plus zero. Is there any other option? Yeah. Would underworld lore work here? No. This thing is not a teeth, Kill it me. is a, some sort of creature. Uh, well let's wow. see what we let's see what we roll with occultism, guys. <sighs> I rolled a fifteen. Okay. Oh god! <laughs> oh my fucking Ariado's Christ. too sick to think. Not one for Ariado. Ariado <laughs> Um 
you think it's so fucking cool that a talking swarm is, like, here? That this is just a load of regular worms I've learned how to talk? This is the sickest shit you've ever seen. Oh my god. <laughs> this Roy, are you hilariously also... sick. You also crit failed, but I think because it's not on that one, I will say at the very least, you know... No, actually you don't. Not a crit fail, I'm sorry. You also think it's a really cool talking swarm. That's so awesome when they learn how to talk. Forgive me, I'm going to sound like an asshole when I say this. Are you swarm? Uh, technically. Holy crap! Um, I'm a worm that walks. Oh! Yeah, that's better than me just thinking you're a regular swarm. Yes. I just happened to learn a I, For context, I... I study necromancy um rune magic mostly um mm -hmm. you know ancient tassilon all that you know ancient kind of magic my forte um i'm mm, not I, I guess you know did some social experiments and stuff mm -hmm. on living creatures and ah you know a year ago uh, i'm not sure if you heard about this wizard the whispering tyrant Oh, not the Whispering Tyrant. So he he came to... I mentioned kind of earlier, I wasn't telling the full truth. He came to, um, you know, do some teaching. And... I wanted, I wanted to learn from him. You learned from the Whispering Tyrant? Not the best timing. I didn't get to learn from him exactly because there was this whole thing. Uh, it was outside Absalom, and there were two armies going against each other. Yes! And he did drop a magical nuke. Yes! And I was did. killed by it. Oh my god! But the worms that ate my carcass were infected by magic and stole my soul. So here I am! So... I used to be a serpent folk in life. This snake thing isn't just like, you know, a tank. Okay, I, I was wondering why this this snake What? <laughs> Don't worry, I'm I've, I'm I've not, turned it's, good. It's I've, not, I've, I've, I've had not... my I'm turning good. I'm trying to stop, you know I don't, don't do the necromancy I'm, I'm, as much anymore. That's it's okay. We also have a friend who likes necromancy. Oh her um, her worm yes. her worm orbits kinda like light up a little bit where her eyes would be. She is exclusively she's a, blue wriggling worms. A, she's a gug. Oh. Her name is Helg Eats the Eaters. Well, I would love to meet her. I would love for you to meet her too. She is wonderful. Um, so. Rocklimmer puts up a hand and <laughs> says, Can Rocklimmer give his backstory? Yes, Rocklimmer. I'm please, just a. Please! I'm just a fucked up little creature. I love that for you. Yeah. It's giving. If you, it's giving vegan. If you inhale my spores, I give, I get you high. I've already had that happen to me once down here. I'm not letting it happen again. He turns to you, Ariato. Okay. Do you want to have a sniff? Do you want a sniff? I'm good, thank you. Okay. So Zamalek looks around, and says, "I just wanted to perform in a circus. That's my thing." I and, you know, that. not enough boyfriends back home, so there's more boyfriends in train <laughs> until, you know, you get trapped <laughs> in a debt. And have you single? 
I was like, I... never been faced with that exact question before <laughs> and just has no idea how to answer that. I don't even know what to say to that. Um, but, but um, regardless, if I can't, if we, I'm sure I am, um, what I'm trying to say is, if we can't pay everybody's debt off because he'll throw a hissy fit and pretend like this was never the rule. Um, I don't mind doing something dangerous if it means that people will be safer, pulled out of debt because of it. I happen to not like when people are being oppressed by people. So. I think um, Zanalak kind of like laughs a little bit and she's like, you're not from around here. That's much is very obvious. Yes. Uh-huh. <laughs> Sometimes, sometimes you're a champion of Iomade and you come down to the Underdark and you find that you dislike most people here. Happens. And even, and even the hot ones are really annoying. <laughs> uh, Rayori's like, oh, Jesus, sorry, I got off topic. Um, what the leg? What leg? With the leg? What's happening with that? Oh, there's like a weird amount of necromancy coming off you. Oh, joy. Uh, love that. I, I love it. Kill me. No, I do not. I, I she was, like, me. going for her dagger for a second. Why did you take that seriously? Because you said My god. I... We were fighting this worm wraith ghost thing. Uh-huh. And when we were doing that, I got hurt. She's, like, as you're speaking, it. she's, like... Like leaning up to your face and like pulling your like eyelids open a little bit to look into your eyes. Ah, uh, 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 but yes, it sort of mm. it was something else whispering in my head. It said, "Thief, you bloody thief," or something like that. Uh huh. What language was that and in? She's undercommon? she's kind of like giving you a once over now. Uh, Zamlak and Rocklim are just folding their arms as they watch this happen. Like they're like, and oh, I fuck, was here bleeding. And I started gushing blood. I got... I was dizzy for a little bit. Hmm. Did you... Have you, like, robbed any, like, burial sites lately? Oh my fucking god, it's that goddamn curse. I need all, I need it off of me now before I kill myself. Yeah, this is a curse. This is definitely some kind of curse. I need it off. How do I get it away? I do not like it. Um... You could probably... She's about to say more when suddenly you hear a voice that kind of calls out, says, Wandering tree. And a door kind of like slides open. Please enter the next room. Oh, good God. <sighs> um, uh, I will put a rain check on that and I'll ask you more about it later because I want it off. <laughs> yeah, sure. I'll see what I can figure out about it. Um, thanks for the notes. And she's immediately like, pulling her hood back, looking let more less like a worm, uh, and scribbling down notes as the other two side because she's going to be like this for hours. Um, Panacea looks up at you, Volley, and says, um, are you going forever, or? Mm, maybe. But oh. I do hope I see you again. Yeah, cool. It was nice talking to you. Oh, yes. We will talk some more if I ever do see you again. Cool. 
<laughs> he kind of like sits and tries to look mysterious again. <laughs> yeah, you keep set up. <laughs> and he um, walks away. <laughs> you enter the next room and it is uh, beautiful. Um, it's like a mini big top, like with tent stuff all around the walls. Um, and a little desk made of mahogany wood. And sitting there is Zavazdik Shren. Uh, he looks alive again. He has dispelled his lich form. And he's looking up at you all and says, Well, wasn't that an incredible show? I really liked oh, yes. it. The way you were... Uh, mm-hmm. What was the thing with the eyes? Is, is that something all surface dwellers can do? Mm-hmm. No, no, it's just us. Mm. N- well, I mean, now, maybe like a cleric, but I don't know. Let's let's talk business, shall we? Mm-hmm. Okay. So you, you've earned quite a sum of money, you'll be happy to know. Uh, I am very, very proud of you all. Oh. However, we do have to think consistently of business. Um, mm. You've all earned close to a thousand gold, which is quite impressive. Um, now, I do want to just warn you. Uh, we do have a fee on your withdrawal. Uh-huh. 2,500 copper pieces or 225 uh, gold coins before you're able to withdraw him from money. Of course, if you can't each? afford that now, we each? can... Each? yes. Is if you don't, each? If you don't, can't afford that now, well, we have a plan in place. If you can just well, it pulls out 25 gold. Oh. Well, that's no fun. Fine! 25 gold... And the rest of you, are you also paying 25 gold? Is this... Yup! Uh-huh, here you go. <laughs> Alright, well... And he says kind of sadly, he gives you a bag of about a thousand gold each. So you can... <laughs> and he makes a face. Well, uh, if that will be all, unless you'd like to go again... Give us one moment. Um, and Rayari uh, pulls the others to a place where they can whisper to each other. Um, and it's like, Volio, did you hear about the debt that everybody has? Mm-hmm. Um, did you also hear about the fact that if we pay it, they'll probably throw a hissy fit and change the rules and whatever? Yes, I did. What do you two think about doing that wager? Mm. I think I would love to fuck this. Oh, wouldn't it just be so fun? <laughs> What do you think about that, Ariadne? I enjoy fucking with people, so let's do it. I will, I will even be lenient and allow you to do and and and, st- and stop trying to stop you from being even meaner than usual. I promise. Ah, <laughs> oh, this will be fun, then. Just don't get yourself killed, dear. <laughs> oh, I will get myself killed. Everyone else around me, though, that that is another talk. Uh, Rayari pops pops her head up and is like, "Sorry about that. I had to ask my dear friend something." No, of course, of course. Uh, what, am I privy to this information? Oh, you are now. Sorry, we had to dis- <laughs> we had to discuss business. All right. Well, go on. I want to free all of the performers down <gasps> there. I'm sure you do. 
No, you don't get it. I'll wager for it. <laughs> oh. Oh, is that so? Oh wait. Yes. Hmm. You didn't. You were. You were. You were disappointed when we paid immediately. You clearly like when there's something on the line when lives are in your hands. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh. Oh. A wager, and he pulls away. And he's like twirling his mustache, like he's thinking really hard. <laughs> Hmm. <laughs> a wager for the surface-dwelling circus performance. Yes. And he turns back to you and says, Now, my little circus, it wasn't quite what you were expecting, was it? Mm-hmm. I mean, I had a feeling when we started walking in and you were being mysterious. Oh, yes. And- not but, telling us anything, but it isn't what circuses typically are, no. no and you want for you. <laughs> you want your you want um my prize performers who I love yes. dearly to leave my circus presumably to join yours. I mean probably if they want to. Choice. <laughs> you silly billies, all of you. You know that they're not going to be able to perform at all all topside, right? These are killers. Murderers. One of them is made of mushrooms that makes you high, for God's sake. That's actually pretty sick. It is actually pretty sick. I, I think that the mushroom that guy would fit the most. Yes. <laughs> Alright. Like, take or leave the rest of them. Hey, okay, relax. Oh, oh, oh is that... Is that oh. No... No, everyone no. or nothing. Mm, fine. Well, how about <laughs> this? I will give you one week. Ending on mm-hmm. Toil's Day, we'll say. <laughs> to put on a performance using my performers to see if they're at all capable of doing what you expect them to do. If you're like like a like our a top, top style side of circus moment? show. Hmm. Well, you have a week to plan it, to prep it, to get the crowds in. And if it works and you all impress people, then we'll say not only will you all go free, mm-hmm. but I will pay you handsomely, and I will give you one of my most prized possessions. Yes. Oh. And he pulls out a little scroll, and is it a type of scroll, something of some sort? Ah, uh, yes, it is. It's one of my favorite rituals of all time. Mm-hmm. It's called the world's a stage. Holy shit! Huh? Yeah, that's on brand. What is it too? This famous ritual is a sophisticated example of a symbolic magic binding fate and fortune to follow a pre-prepared script. 
To conduct the ritual, you and all the secretary casters must put on a long-form, multi-person, plot-based performance, usually a play or an opera, though I'm sure that you could make a circus performance work. Though more unusual performances have been known. You take the role of the director while the secondary casters are actors. And you, the performance presents current events and offers a particular vision on how they resolve it. Often in metaphorical or allegorical format. For example, proposing the overthrow a tyrant by referring to a different legendary tyrant who was overthrown. Or suggesting that a murder secret might be uncovered by presenting an allegory of truth defeating murder. And if all works out, you will have a special bonus to skill checks in, uh, sol in making this outcome a reality in the future. For an entire month, you will be blessed with good fortune. Doesn't that sound nice? Doesn't that sound nice. sweet? It does. And you could have this, and you could have your performers, and I'll pay you all handsomely. And this is something I can say for sure, but I'm sure the the sisters, you know, Queen A and Queen B, why, they would be fascinated with meeting the performers who put on this legendary show if it works out. Sure as it would. Well, How about the payment? It's, it's, yes, I'll pay you, I, sure. What are you paying us? I don't no, same. Enough to clear everyone's debts. And also a thousand gold each, we'll say. Sick, it works for me. Hmm. Ah, but on the other hand. On the other mm. hand. If you all fail, if your reviews, as it were, were, shall we say, poor, if people come out feeling they've been ripped off, and we will have exit polls, don't you fret. You tree will give your souls up to me. And I will put them in little glass jars to display as oddities. And your bodies will be flesh warped to look like horrifying undead monstrosities. To be my eternal butlers. <laughs> you want a wager? I I bet high. I bet heavy. It is a very high bet. What will it be? You can have a moment to discuss with each other, and you do have a week to prepare. Yeah, Volio pulls Ariato and Rari into like a little huddle. What do you think? It's dangerous. He He's way he is he is betting on the idea that we that the things that we do are lame. <laughs> that 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 we won't actually be very fun. Yeah. Because there's no murder or whatever, I, I assume. All we really have to do, uh, of, of course, this is not as simple as it just sounds, but all we have to do is make it look dangerous. Make it look more dangerous than it is. Obviously, it always looks dangerous when you watch a circus and see people flipping in the air. Mm -hmm. 
We've performed enough times. This is our entire lives. You are literally a clown. Yes. 24-7. Always. You never take off the makeup. Never. You are dedicated to the circus to the circus lifestyle. Yes. And, uh, and we've also defeated things stronger than this asshole, I assume. I'd say so. Mm-hmm. And we will again. This is also our only real lead as to getting the attention of those dumb queens. That is true. So, if we can use this bet to get their attention, it gets us closer to the Aeon Orb that we needed anyways. There's not really any other way for us to get it anyways, but it is dangerous. I still think he should fall in more, but yes. You think that he's what more? I still think he should throw in more, but yes. That he should throw in more? Yes. I mean, you could you could definitely ask. Go ahead. I'm not stopping you. Run this, run this around. dude dry. <laughs> Why don't we do that? That sounds fun, doesn't it? Yes. Uh, Bullet turns around to him, uh, and he's like, this sounds all very good, but since if we lose, we practically are giving our bodies to you, I think you should include something for yourself if you lose. Yes? Yes, everything. I just said. I, I'm also going to give you my prized possession. No, 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 no. That's something that you own. I'm talking about you. Hmm. I think you're misunderstanding. There's a difference between me and what I offer and what I expect. I didn't get mm-hmm. this far by being a chump and making shitty bets that could get me killed, friend. Oh, I don't want to get you killed. I just want a trophy. What the hell does that mean? I want your hand. Volio! Left or right, I don't care. Just one of them. He kind of (laughs) hums a little bit. Only if I up the stakes on your end, too. That's fine if it's only me. Hmm. Sure. If you win, I will give you one of my hands. But... If you lose, not only will I turn you into an undead monster, mm-hmm. you'll actually keep your soul and be forced Ooh. to witness what you are every day for the rest of eternity. How's that sound? Sounds like a deal. Mmm. Shake it, and he he holds out one of his hands, grinning like <laughs> almost manically at you. Volio like death grips it and like stares him right in the eyes, like so. You choose this one. Maybe so. It's a pity you'll never be able to touch it again, my friend. But yes, mm, yes, I pity. Um, he kind of reclines and says, "Jolly good. You have a week to prepare your circus performance, friends." I'll see you Toil's Day. And just so you are aware, that little fungus fellow inside, just know that if 
directly after your performance, will be scheduling his performance. So. So he told us. Mm, good. Keep that in mind. Um, and he kind of uh, waves you guys out and says, uh, you'll find the, uh, you'll be escorted out by some of our guards. Mm-hmm. See you then. See you then. And he waves and you guys leave and have a moment to talk to each other as a couple of uh, blight burn radiated men start like bringing you out towards the exit of the Red Circus. Fucking score, lich hand. Is that what you wanted? Yes. I don't care for gold. You are so... (laughs) You are so messy. Well... Anyways, we better get to planning. Yes. We should also tell Helg and and Kafar what we're doing, so that they're not like, where the fuck have you been? Yes. Um, so, you guys leave and you are back outside in the Red Circus again. Um, <laughs> and as you make your way out into um, the city of Shrain itself, uh, just outside the gates of the Red Circus, uh, you see Helg and Kufar kind of like sitting and sharing a sandwich as Sunny kind of like runs in circles around them and Ripples is fast asleep, coiled up like a snake. And uh, Kufar kind of looks up at you and then drops his gaze and looks up and then looks, drops his gaze like he wants to ask immediately but he's very shy about it. Uh, Helg stands and says, Gug, gug, gug. So how is the circus performance? Gug, gug, gug. You killed the monster? Gug, gug, gug. Yes. We did kill yeah, a monster. We've also bet our lives. Yes. That too. Standard circus stuff. What did they put you against? It's not... It's not standard circus at all. Yes, it is. But You're, you've but said from the start that you performed. Well, yes, we don't usually kill things for the performance. It's usually stuff about, like gug, gug, gug. that's what a circus does. Gug, gug, gug. No, it's not. Well, it's not oh a circus. Is this gladiators? Gug, gug, gug. It's not a circus. It's a gladiator performance. Yeah, that's a, it's what it's circuses like do. Circus gug, gug, gug. No, why do you think Volio dresses as a clown? Because it's because it's fun. Just because it's fun. I mean, yes, you do it because it's fun. But you, <laughs> you, he's a clown. He does the silly, the, the silly clown honk thing Volio and honks. does jokes and makes children happy and stuff. Anyway, Kufar, we killed Kufar the worm. Puts a hand up. Says, "What kind of circuses? What do circuses do on the surface? What?" They just, it's stuff like, it's the reason that I'm so flowy, I like do acrobatics, and I show off how good I am at swords without hurting anybody. I taught that you were all killers, that's I, that's generally what I taught this entire time. What? Those circuses that <laughs> oh don't my kill? G- I mean, we kill, just not in the show. I mean, we've had to kill before, It's we're, we're currently adventurers as well. The purpose of the circus is to perform. It's stuff like... Yeah, by killing animals, somebody gunk, gunk, gunk. No! Absolutely <laughs> not, my god! We have a we have we have a, a, a billion animals with us, but they're like Yeah, Helg is, Helg is holding Whirlpools and and Sunny very close. Hmm. The, the idea would be that like is it is it is it Sunny would I don't know balance a ball on his nose and do and I don't know I I haven't trained him. It's the only or, animal like, we've ever killed. I don't know. It's okay. 
Oh my god! Um, <laughs> I have an entire group of animal friends, and they're all nice. Yes, it's it's all about like things like um the the and uh, there's a family of acrobats, and they do flips across the across the the tent and stuff. And they they taught me how to how to do acrobatics better. It's the reason that I can jump and run so far and so high, that kind of thing. You know that? <laughs> That's because I learned from that. We don't kill a bunch of things. That would be ridiculous. I think that this circus is crazy. Well, gug, gug, gug. So you have to do a circus performance? Is that what you said? Do that thing? <laughs> yes. Our, our style of circus. The kind that involves regular performing. So I think Helg sighs and says... This is all well and good, gug gug gug. But, um... What else are we going to do? We were uh, we were told it might be an idea to go to the House of Chains to speak to someone who might know more gossip about, uh, Train. Mm-hmm. But perhaps also it might be an idea to go to the Aching Bones, gug gug gug, and rest for the day. That's true. We can go back. Um, we need, I need to plan anyways. We don't have the amount of people that we usually do for the circus, so I need to see what we can do. It won't be as good as if we had everybody, but... I think Gufar nods and says, Well, is everyone in agreement? We'll go to the Aching Bones, rest, and then we can start planning your circus performance to, uh, win this bet, I suppose. Yes! Ah, yeah, I guess. And, uh... So you guys all group up and make your way to uh, the Aching Bones Inn in the Central District. Um, as you approach, you can see that it is quite nice, honestly. Um, but a little strange looking. Its construction is as much of a melange as the rest of the city. Its stone floor is gouged with old grooves of inscrutable purpose. Its stone walls carried with Zulgath iconography, and its roof is made of expensive imported wood. Um, and as you kind of like push your way in, you can see that there's a good few people around. Um, there's a guy at a bar kind of waiting. Um, and there's uh, a drinking area like behind some closed doors. And uh, this man, he is a human. At least you think he's a human. Um, the thing that's making you think maybe he isn't is the fact that he has gray skin. Like, mm-hmm. pale, pale, pale skin. Uh, and he kind of looks up at you all and smiles, and you see that he's actually got some pretty sharp heat. Do you guys want to make Ooh. me a quick religion check? Yes. Or a society check, either or. I will make. <laughs> Between a flash, I get a plus four. 21. 33. Okay, Volio? 33, okay. 31. Volio, for a second, you're like, vampire! But then you're like, wait, no, actually, um. And all three of you realize very quickly that this man is a dampier. <gasps> ah. The child of a vampire. I am looking. Volio's not, but I am. Uh, he is handsome. He is very handsome. He's got, like, uh, kind of... He looks like an actor, 
I think is the best <laughs> way to describe it. Like, I'm not, I'm not any particular actor, but he looks like an actor, you know? Yeah. Like, maybe a little Timothy Chal- Chal- whatever his fucking name is. Timothy Chalamet? Timothy Chalamet? Chalamet? That's dude. <laughs> I was gonna say Timothy Chalet, like he's a fucking Swiss house made of wood. Please. He, like, he's a handsome fella, you know? And he smiles at you all, uh, and he's got those little sharp vampire teeth, and he says, Oh, welcome, you tree. You tree... You're the wandering guys, right? Yes, the wandering three. Huh. Well, there's more than three of us, but the three of us... Yeah, I can see that. No, um, yeah, you're making a pretty big impression around town. There's been a couple of people coming in talking about you and asking about you, uh, today. Oh, is that so? Yes, um, talking to town, uh, apparently you spent a lot of money down at the Antiquities Quarter, and then you put on quite a show at the Red Circus. (laughs) Yes. Pretty cool. Let me, let me introduce myself. Sorry. My name is, uh, Hamiknar. I'm Hamiknar Oshin. I've been dying to meet you. Eh? Eh? <laughs> it was uh-huh. funny. <laughs> it's nice to meet you, too, yeah. dear. Uh, well, welcome to the Aching Bones. Uh, not the best place to work in the world, but hey, it's uh, living. Eh? I like that one. That one is pretty good. Well, it was completely straight-faced. Anyway, um... <laughs> are you here to, uh, off, like, get some room, some board? Um... The, yes. Our prices are dead cheap. <laughs> oh. oh, come on. You are so... You are so... Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Big guy, you're killing me here. I'm about to. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Fully relaxed. Um, he kind of, like, gives you all some uh, keys and says, um... By the way, there is someone here who did who has actually been expecting you guys in advance expecting yeah she's been here for like a week now asking every day you know hey did volio via check in um so if any of you are volio via she said you were circus people um uh, i would really appreciate you guys dealt with her Yes, we'll go do that. Because honestly, if she, if she could, she's got the coin, a lot of gold. I'll say that much. But man, uh, she is a lot. What, what room is she? Oh well, she's all the time. Like she's not going to be in her room. So she, she's wandering the place. No. And he points at the drinking area. Ah. Oh. We'll go talk to her and find out what she wants with our volley over here. I know what she wants. Don't you, worry. You know? Yes. Um, Is this more I... long lost family? No. <laughs> I don't think so. I don't think they would be out of here. Um, I. It's a dead thing. Oh, Petra. Oh, okay. Well, do you do you want to go do that by yourself, or do you want us with you? Or 
if you'd like to come along, you can certainly do that. Would you prefer that? When I don't want to do something that makes you uncomfortable. It doesn't make you uncomfortable. I just don't think it'd be very interesting for you. I held shrugs. I'm not. I don't care. Sorry. <laughs> that's fair. That's, we love you for that. I think uh, he kind of looks at you, Roya, and says, "Maybe you should go, and we'll we'll go clean out the rooms." But you tree, maybe it'd okay. be good for you to talk. Mm-hmm. If you need anything, you know where to find me. Yeah. And he kind of smiles, and uh, the the rest of them head up, and uh, you guys are able to go look and see who it is that you uh, need to go find. You guys head into the drinking room? Mm, yeah, the drinking room. walks in specifically looking for her. I think you see her very quickly. Mm-hmm. Because she is... You hear her before you see her. Mm-hmm. Because she's singing. Oh god. And it's not like some beautiful song of the maelstrom. No, it's a bar song. Because she is at a table with many empty beer mugs. <laughs> um, she's fucking shit faced. Yes! Keep it up. Queen. Queen. When you see her, she is. A human. At first you assume so until you are very clearly proven wrong by her everything. She is a beautiful woman with uh, pale skin um, and then like long, like shoulder length flowing hair that is extremely messy and tangled, but also extremely beautiful. Um, It shifts in iridescent turquoises and dark blues. Um, she has a pair of ram horns that are, like, coming out of her head. Um, swishing from side to side behind her is a long, feathered dragon's tail. And kind of tapping on the floor beneath the desk in front of the music are two, like, hooves rather than feet. And I think as she sees you, she looks at you all and a grin spreads over her face and she shouts Volio-Via! There you are! And she gets up and she walks up to Royari and says Nice to meet you, bud! Great, great, great! And she pulls you into a big hug and your face is right up against the most voluptuous titties you have ever been up against. Uh, you can see she's got like She's kind of got like a halo surrounding her head but rather than like angelic light it's words in letters that shift constantly. And she kind of uh, grins and says, We've got a lot to talk about, Golio. <laughs> I'm sure we do. Well, then. Says behind her. <laughs> um, <laughs> why are you looking at me? <laughs> You're not Golio. No, my name is Royari. Uh, I'm a ch- I'm a champion of I own. In one ear, out the other. Volio! She points at you, Ariato. <laughs> wow, you were batting zero here, honey. Volio! She points at you, Volio. Oh, it's me! Hello. 
Hi, great to meet you. Uh, let me introduce myself, shall I? You want me to introduce myself? God, I oh, want to introduce myself. Hi, my name's Ilsetia Wormtush, uh, Desnurapisha de Pink, Exaltation of the Wonton, Whimsy of the Chorus of Malignant Symmetry. I am here on behalf of uh, your our buddies, Collective. Volia. Ah. We've got a lot to discuss about uh, what it means to be Volio Via. And shall we do? You want a drink? Is uh, let me tell you one thing. You're gonna want to be drunk, it. stoned, or you know. And she makes a like jerk off symbol before we're done talking about this. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I look, I understand. So oh, I'm not coming on to you. I'm just saying, you know, you're going to want something before we talk about all this. <laughs> Are you saying I should whack it before this? <laughs> no, it helps me. Found different wavelengths, wow. honey. <laughs> Listen, I'm the chaotic neutral that Gygax warned you about, okay? Yes. You're gonna have to, if you're gonna have to, you're gonna have to keep up with me, okay? But for real, she kind of like takes a uh, takes a step back and uh, sits at her table. Uh, she waves a hand, and all those beer uh, mugs disappear. Ilsetia Wormtouched, Arcanist, servant of the Proteans, and evidently a loss to deal with sits across from you, smiled, and says, Let's talk destiny, shall we, pal? This episode of Dice Will Roll would not have been possible without the support of our patrons. Ictagan, Torbjorn, Introduction, Sophia Verlera, G. Barbera, Luke, Gideon, Kiki, Sarah B., Seth, Ravona Darkglow, Kira, Lichelope, Gizmo, Talisin, Machu, Cass, Fable McElduff, Black Dragon Gaming, Ava, Chris Lutman, Rem T. Bright, Lonesome Chunk, Emlyn, Sean C., Natasha Lee Lumley, Rhiannon C., Ellie, Jenna Mitchell, Kane Kendrick, Donald Bewley, Sky Evangeline, Tesla Et, Triceratops, Grey Kitsune, Jolene, Anna Maria, Roxy, Jordan, Cynical Spinstress, Casey Corn, Emlyn Laderna, John DeBocorder, SS66 Seeker, 
Lynx, and Dame Valerie Deterred. Check us out at patreon.com slash diceorroll and see what you can get for your support. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full important safety information, visit juviderm.com.